right, it's 2023 and nothing to see here is back live. We still have Stop not changed. live. <laughs> it's my it's favorite. <laughs> it is. I guess why I say live is we do this live. Like no. we don't. Yeah, we like We've we had are. this conversation like okay. every time. <laughs> it's it, we're recording it. That's about it. There's still, nothing live. I guess what I mean it. by this is we don't go back and overdub. So it's live. Hardly anyone does. <laughs> I think they do. You, it's like I think they splice untouched, things in. But no. this is not okay. live. <laughs> Welcome back to Nothing to See Here, Untouched Version for 2023. <laughs> um, Kat is feisty today, so I apologize for any of her Listen, sarcasm. Me and my thumb have been through so much. Oh my gosh, it's so dramatic. Yeah. Okay, I was taking a shower, and I always put my hair up in a clip when I do like my deep conditioning. And this clip has like an oval shape, and it doesn't matter if the clip is open or closed that shape doesn't change and like i was starting to put my hair up and my thumb slides in to this oval shape and all of a sudden it does not want to come out at all and i'm like oh my gosh and so i had to put like deep conditioning all around my thumb it still doesn't work i literally had to like i mean parts of my skin it was just awful and now it's in a band-aid and my pinmanship has and changed she's like one of our children because she ran upstairs to show us like, look at my thumb and i love it and if it didn't happen i'd be sad so it was it was so tragic and i just oh, was sitting there but you're like, only hearing this because we're live oh and that's gosh. why no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man good thing gosh. we're spiritual but yeah. we got to have some fun first but yeah. man i we still haven't changed the cover photo nope. that's still your we fault said we're gonna do that yeah. this year this okay. year has been like four no, days in but it should be so soon because i feel like people well one I don't ever want to be marked as a narcissist. Like, oh, Alicia just wants to keep her own <laughs> Guys, it's picture not me, it's there. Her. But <laughs> because we do it together, I want to change the bio and I've that. been trying to figure out how to what do it. day, what no, should the shot what, be. So like, here's where, just not that y'all care, but this is what Kat, so at some point in the church that we work at, Reach Church, we are going to be adding on to the front of our building. And when we do that, we are going to have offices and Alicia will have her own office and we will have a <laughs> podcast area and so her idea she wants to get this really cool picture but the problem is this is in the future so we need to do something now we'll so i think like we just need to go to onyx and sit down and be just laughing back and forth and have somebody take the picture with mics or something like we just <laughs> take our mics and our headphones and be like yeah this surely is, they'll let us somebody hey if you have connections out there with an onyx coffee shop in downtown bentonville let us know because we want to take a picture there and it would be cool so all right well, let's just move on to bigger and better things um but at some point we will change the picture yeah. but we are glad to start another year i've already got so many ideas of what we want to do we actually have a new machine doing this so when we interview people me and kat don't have to share a microphone this is so called the apollo and it's the apollo out of this yeah world. it's awesome so we're excited so we have stepped up the podcast game and so excited that we started it last year and excited for what god is going to do this year and you know i was getting um I was getting some feedback and some people asking me um, some questions about how you read your word and all this stuff. And um, if you do follow me on social media, um, this is my third year in a row where I do something called the 30, sorry, <laughs> Cat's just, drinking water and it just made a very, very awkward sound. <laughs> so thank you. Um, so I'm doing a thing called the 30 day shred and you read the Bible in 30 days. I absolutely love it. It's completely overwhelming. But at the same time, it's amazing. And I've gotten more. It is only, what, day three or four? And it's been incredible. Today, I had this whole revelation. 
and God has been speaking so much through it. And, you know, people are always like, I don't know how you do that. And, and listen, honestly, and I know this to some people this is like only, but really it's only about 37 to 41 chapters a day. So if you gave up a show or a movie, you could do it. And I'm not saying to do it because of that. I'm just saying it's literally an hour and a half to two hours a day. So people do spend time doing other things. So let me see your screen time and you'll find yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But for some people, it's that's not what they want to do. Or or they'll say, oh, I would never, you know, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be getting anything from it. Well, here's the deal. And the way the guy that created it, and I think he created it, um, the 30 day shred, and, uh, he didn't create the Bible, but you know what I'm saying? How to read it in 30 days and make the whole thing for it on the version app or the Bible app. Um, he says, you're studying the tree, not trying to look at the leaves. Oh. So really you're getting the big picture of the word of God. And so kind of what I wanted to talk about today was how to read the Bible. Cause I think a lot of people <laughs> well, are like, help with that. I I don't know where you start. Can you do a devotional or, or is that wrong? If you, if you use a supplement along with reading the word of God or should, you know, and then you've got, you know, people that are like, no, the word should be all that you should need. You know, you shouldn't read Bible books or anything else and all this other kind of stuff. And here's, here's just a practical standpoint on this. Okay. And just hear me out on this. I, in this new journey of working out and doing different stuff and, and weightlifting and all this stuff, I will watch videos of what other people do. So the other night I hit a record of doing 60 pushups. That's a big deal. And these were not on my knees. And so this was Ooh. a huge deal because I couldn't even do 10 when I first started I don't think without I being on my 10. knees. So it just to do this and it was within like a three or four minute increment when I did yeah. it. So, um, cause I think I did 20 and then I got up and did 15 more. And then I don't know, however I did it, I just kept pushing and I was super excited. I think I actually might've done more than 60, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but I was pretty excited. But what I'm saying is, is I would watch other videos, but here's the deal. If all I did was watch those videos and never <laughs> apply and it didn't like, um, encourage me to try it or do more then it wasn't a benefit. And so when I look at other devotionals like new morning mercies, which I absolutely love my utmost for his highest is another one by Oswald chambers. There's so many good ones out there. I think the, what is it? The daily Bible company is that the, the daily grace co daily grace yeah. co she reads truth. I he think all truth, of those, all those yeah. are so, so awesome because it's leading you back to the original author. And I think if you are just looking at that and you're only gaining revelation from other people's revelation, then you're actually not growing. Yeah. So, but the same way, if you're going to be an extremist and say, I can't read anything else than the Bible, then you can't listen to anybody else. You can't listen to podcasts. We you can't even listen to your pastor. <laughs> like, because then you know, oh, then there's mixture, you know, and it's like, no, yeah. you can allow if the only revelation I ever receive is from when my pastor preaches or I hear somebody else's, then I'm missing out and I'm not actually growing. Um, but what happens with me when I watch different, you know, and I'm going back to this, you know, natural illustration, if I'm watching workout videos and stuff like that, um, it will teach me a new technique, a new way to build more strength. And then I apply it to my own life. And so that's the thing there. When I'm reading like new morning mercies, something begins to happen. And, and then there's further, I'll go and study something even deeper, something yeah. will like trigger. And I'll be like, wow, when I was in Bible school, um, back when I was uh, 17 to 19 was when I was in Bible school, I remember I'd be sitting in class and they would be teaching on something, but it was like, I almost got lost with the Holy Spirit and some other stuff because I was, you know, just yeah. allowing that revelation. So I would say as long as it's always bringing you back to the original author, you're good. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think we need these things. I think they've been inspired by Holy Spirit. I think they help us grow. They help us get better. There's a lot of people that have issues with so many other things besides 
I just read the Bible, but I mean, my gosh, sometimes other people's revelations of what God has spoken to them has opened my eyes to things I've never seen, but then it's opened my eyes to God in his character. And that's what I'm really seeing reading the 30 day shred when you're all of a sudden reading like right now I just finished numbers and you're seeing all this different stuff. I am seeing the character of God. Like for instance, there was someone that was sharing something with me a couple of weeks ago about, you know, they had been at a church before and in that church, um, the music just wasn't the best. And they were like, but the, the leadership would just kind of, you know, well, it doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's about worshiping God. But I would beg to differ when I'm reading in the word of God and God cares how long the curtain rods are <laughs> and he cares how you sprinkle the the blood and how you lay down the onyx rocks and how it should be and how this should be weighed. And these curtains should be double. And then this thing has to be this length and this has to weigh this. That tells me he's a God that is about excellence and he's very specific. And also we should learn how he wants to be worshiped, not worship the way we want to worship. There's so much in understanding his character that we don't get to just fly by the seat of our pants and say, oh, I hope it it goes well. Now, yeah. have I been to Mexico and was on a missions trip and those poor people were some of the worst worship band <laughs> people I'd ever heard? Yes, but the presence of God was amazing. They were doing the best they could. Yeah. But when we don't put excellence in areas where we should and then we just chop it up, oh, people should get over it. To me, you're not wanting to work to better yourself in what God has given you. So for me as a worship leader, I'm constantly trying to learn. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I signed up for Rita Springer's mentorship program that I start next week. Why? Because I want to grow in this area. I don't want to go, oh, I've been leading worship for over 26 years. I should be fine by now. It's like, no, there's still more for me to learn. And at 44, I'm not going, oh, I don't have a lot left. No, I hope at 65, I'm still up there leading with the same amount of intensity, going after God with everything in me and leading the next generation on how to lead worship and how to be prophetic. You know, the word of God says in 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, it says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. The word of also says in Psalms 119, 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Joshua 1, 8 says this, this book shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to, to do accordingly to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Another one that I love Romans, um, 15.4 says this, for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scripture, we might have hope. Mm. And I feel like that's so important. And I think it's important that you do exactly what God wants you to do. So I want you to share with us kind of what are you, what is your like, goal this year when it comes to reading the word for 2023. Yeah. Well, last year I was like, Oh, I'm going to memorize like a scripture a week. And like that did not happen. That's kind of intense. And so like (laughs) this year I was like, okay, what can I do that is going to be doable? Um, and I really felt like just do one scripture a month, like not like really long, but long enough. Like it's at least like, you know, maybe like a good paragraph long or whatever. It's not just like, and Jesus wept, you know, that's going to take me a month. Um, (laughs) but then also I felt like God was like, take that scripture and like study it. And so some different things that I was like, okay, I'm going to pull off, like, I'm going to like highlight this word and look up like a different meaning of that. Or what does this phrase mean in the Bible? Like, and kind of like dig into it. So not just, you know, memorizing a bunch of scripture, but understanding it better. Cause that's something that 
I wanted to do was just like, I want to have a better understanding of what I'm reading in the context. Um, a really great tool to use is Blue Letter Bible. It shows you like what that word meant um, in context in the uh, in context in the Greek or the Hebrew. Yep. And so that's a great website to go to search up that like a saying or a word or something like that and kind of seeing like more historical stuff on it. Um, but that's just kind of my plan right now. And so far I've been doing it. I'm, I'm really liking it. I mean, this is like what day two for me. So, yeah. um, but <laughs> But I'm like this, I, I feel it. like it's going to stick with me even more and longer. Um, like I've always been a person that just remembers poems and I just will quote them and mm-hmm. I love them. And I want that to be the same with scriptures of like having that um, because I've not been good at that at all. So that's kind of like, I'm taking it kind of slow this year. I'm still doing my um, new morning mercies because I came upstairs the other day and I was love like, it. can I just keep reading this? Because <laughs> I really like it and I know it's a new year, but and she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm reading it again too. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like my plan right now. Um, and so far it's going good. So I'm going to keep at it. But I also like I wrote down what I was going to do because I have like a planner um, and I don't do a planner with work because that just gets annoying. But I have a planner with reading the Bible, of yeah. like what I'm doing this week. Um, I'm going to start implementing this. I'm going to take this out with social media, like different stuff like that, that I'm like, if I don't write it down, I'm more than likely won't do it. So you have to kind of yeah. know your personality um, and know like, what do I need to do to stay on top of this and to stay on top of, you know, getting these goals done? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's why the Bible says to that you are to write it down. We talked about that scripture when. I did um, the last podcast, which was the word, you know, your word for the year. We were talking about if you don't write it down, yeah. you know, that you have to make those things. And I think it's Bible because it's so important. You're more apt to do it. I think we even did a leadership study on that. If you like talk about, if you share it with someone, didn't we do this with our whole yeah. leadership team? And then you write it down. You're like 75% yeah. more likely to do it because you found accountability. And I think accountability is great. Um, some husbands and wives are great to do it um, and have each other as their accountability partners. Some of them, it's a horrible idea. So you need to figure <laughs> out what kind of couple you are. Um you know, and you also just need to process finding somebody to help hold you accountable and understanding the word. You know, I think, I think a lot of times we just read stories and, um, and we don't really, um, or or we read passages, you know, for instance, you know, most of you know, the passage that says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. And you read it like that, (laughs) except in the original translation, this is, I'm not going to change the wording. I'm going to change where I paused because they left out a comma. When the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Okay. So (laughs) that changes it. It does change it because it's not the enemies coming in like a flood. The Lord actually, that's what the standard is. I'm going to so overwhelm the enemy that I'm, 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 I'm coming in like a flood that it will raise a standard against him. And when you picture it that way, and this is over a comma being missed when something was rewritten, but in the original, you see the comma. So there's a lot of things that I think that as you study blue letter Bible, or you look into different stuff, I have a Greek word study Bible. So a lot of times hidden gems one. (laughs) No, not that one. That one is so great too. 
too, though. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> um, it's Sparkling Gems. No, it isn't. Yes, is it's it really? called the Sparkling Gems by oh. Rick Joyner. Yeah. yeah okay. So, um, no, the Greek word study Bible is literally you can go and it'll have little numbers under that and you can go, okay, I want to see what this word meant. Oh. And it just adds a different emphasis because you have to understand when the Bible was being, and, and different times when it's translated, um, sometimes it can get translated to how that person thought it. I mean, you you hear the way that you hear other people translate, um, I would say, okay, so they might look at a Greek word, but because like in in Greek, there are four different words for love. Did they choose the correct or some things one? Just can't be translated. Like yes, a lot so of they're times, having like, to try to guess. It's yeah. kind of like when Dad would try to translate; they didn't have a word yeah. for that. So they're having to, in a sense, translate. And and listen, also don't get weird and be like, we shouldn't have any other translate. Like when people tell me only the King James, <laughs> it's actually not the most accurate. So you need to do some research on I that. Can't also, do the vowel yes, and all no, that. <laughs> and and that's not how we talk back then. They did, but it wouldn't make any sense. And a lot of people, you know, oh, you can't. Read this one and you can't, cause it's, it's heresy. And it's like, listen, you know, this is, this is where you need to just get the, get the word of God. And especially if you have young kids, um, I think ESV NLT, the message is going to be so great for that. Um, and you have to understand any, all Bible has been translated. All Bible has been at some point. So you can't, don't be over spiritual about it. Like yeah. if your kids are growing because they're reading the message Bible, calm down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I so, love the message Bible yes. as a teenager. It was my favorite. And I think that helps. I think when you're building theology, it's going to be important to to have an ESV, NAS, NASB. Um, all of those are the most accurate that you're going to find. Um, the NIV is a nearly inspired version, so it's my least favorite. And so, <laughs> and then Brian always preaches from NLT. NLT. Yes. So that's the one that my husband loves the most. And so I think in this year, like doing the shred, I'm actually, last year I did ESV this year, I'm doing NLT. So I switched it it up. Yeah. I'm mixing it up a little bit. I'm not doing the message because it would make it way longer. Oh my gosh. Or the amplified. Yes, that would be. And one of my favorite Bibles, I got it for my 18th um, when I graduated um, high school is the parallel Bible that was actually, I think it was, um, it's the amplified Bible in the new King James Bible. And I actually loved it because it was just like, I just, I, something it's about like you can amplified. read it, yes. and then, but like, I want to go to the other side yeah, and see it. Yeah. A little bit more in depth. And I think the biggest thing for me was really making sure that every year I'm doing something that's making me fall in love with the word of God again. Yeah. I think we can get to a place where we've heard so much, um, or we think we know so much and, you know, for me, I, today, you know, I'm reading in numbers and I'm reading in numbers 14 and, uh, the chapter before in verse, you know, in 13, you know, um, they go, Moses sent them go spy out the land and 12 spies go. And, you know, they came back and Caleb and Joshua are like, man, we can do it. And the other 10 are like, there's no way we can do it. And they stir the people around, which is so what happens in this day and age. And, you know, there's just this, God just comes to Moses and it's just like, and I love him because I feel like, I feel like this way at times, you know, with people, but he was like, how much more do I have to do? You know? I mean, they've seen all these miracles. They've seen me perform and take care of them. I mean, they see a cloud, you know, by fire by night, cloud by day, all this stuff. And I'm sitting there and I'm like agreeing with him. I'm like, yeah, how much do people do? This is ridiculous. And God's like, it's not any different from you. Yeah. And I was like, what? 
And he said, what would be different? Like you've seen me perform miracles in your life, answer prayers that you've had. And yet still, when you face different trials and tribulations, you wonder if I'm good. You wonder if I'm going to come through just like they are. And I was like, oh my gosh, because in my mind, when I'm reading this, I'm thinking I would never, but it's so funny how many of us fall prey to that behavior. And there was even such a powerful scripture that my husband was pointing out because, you know, we're, he's doing it also. And it was like when God looked at them and he said, um, and I'm having to paraphrase, but pretty much he was telling them, you question being able to go in here and you question if you can do it. And that, and, and one of the complaints they said is all of our children will be killed. And he said, I will tell you this, I will protect your children and I will lead them into this place that you will never see. (laughs) And it was like, what God was saying was what you tried to keep them from. I may, I'm going to make sure they get there, but you will never see it. And it's like, I I was just thinking to myself, my gosh, I don't want my faith. I don't want my beliefs to ever keep my kids from seeing what God could really do because I'm afraid to step out because I'm afraid to do something. So here I am reading a story that I'm very aware of, but yet today it convicted me on how much do I trust God? How much do I believe God? How much am I making sure that I'm not holding back my belief, my hope, my trust in him, that I'm going to keep my kids from walking in a promised land that they could see even God in a bigger, deeper way. So I think that's just important, you know, and, you know, another scripture that I wanted to read was Hebrews 4.12 that says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And it's like, this is what the word does today. This is what it did. It discerned something in me. I was so easily able to judge the Israelites. And God's like, how is that any different from you or the people that you pastor? Like how many times have you been in meetings with people and they've seen my goodness, they've seen my miracles, they've seen me do things. And they're sitting there going, I just don't know if he's good anymore. I don't know if he's listening to me. I don't know if he cares. And they're wondering that again. And he's like, you've been in those moments. You've had those moments. And it's like, you know, I think it's really reading the word of God and not, and not just skipping over certain parts. Cause I know numbers is not usually somewhere I would land. It literally yeah. has become like my favorite because here, even other revelations was how particular God is on how they went into the tabernacle. It was like, oh, and if they send, it was like, okay, you're supposed to bring this kind of goat and this kind of lamb. If you don't have that, bring two turtle doves. If you don't have that, you're going to bring grain, but don't let it have yeast. And it was like, God was always like, I'm going to make it possible for you to receive my forgiveness as long as you're willing to admit you were wrong. Yeah. Like as long as anybody was able to say, I sinned, God was like, okay, I'm here. I'm redeeming you. And if you don't have this and you don't have this, it was like, you can just bring some grain. Like it was like, whatever you bring, it just has to be from your heart. And it's like, wow, like God was always looking to redeem us. And I think he's always looking for that. As long as we're honest with the junk in our life, as long as we're honest with the sin and the things that we struggle with. I mean, last night I was not kind to my husband and I had to acknowledge that and I had to deal with that. And I had to pray and ask God literally today. I said, God, I asked for forgiveness for the things that came out of my mouth that didn't need to come out of my mouth. Cause I'm kind of a person when I'm hurting, I want the other person to hurt. So I'll just start saying things and I don't mean them, but that's not okay. And I don't want to live like that. And I was just like, God, I want to do better this year. And so I have to take one day at a time because I get overwhelmed if I'm like, oh, I'm going to be calm this year. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to raise my voice. Wow. That would be a miracle in itself if I could just go one day without doing that. Um, Because I'm just an intense human being and God made me this way. But at the same time, there's so much flesh in me that still needs to be put under that's 
still needs to be under the the grace and the goodness yeah. of God, but it's just taking one day at a time. And literally, I sat in my office today at my house and I lifted my hands and I said, it was just so beautiful because I had just read all this stuff about how they would walk in the tabernacle and it wasn't just this just throwing it to the side. I literally just took a moment to repent and just say, God, I just want to ask for your forgiveness. And there was no condemnation in that room. It was honestly just this beautiful moment between me and God, where I knew I didn't have to go through everything those priests had to go through. I didn't have to go through all that stuff. I had direct access to God, but in that moment of having direct access with him, I wanted to acknowledge that I could take the time to repent and say, I'm so sorry to take that moment to say, God, you know, please forgive me. So I, I don't know. I hope some of this rambling and banter <laughs> helped you some. I just know the word of God is so important. I'm in love with it. I love it more now. And if you guys knew me before, even reading the Bible every day was not even something that I was good at. And so this is why doing this thing was almost extreme for me, but it pushed me to have a love for the Bible I've never had before. And it's incredible. And I encourage you, you can do it anytime. You can do a 30 day shred in February. You can do it in March, April, May. You don't have to do it in January. There's just something about it that marks you and it's awesome and I I'm just excited to to share even more of what God does yeah. through this and I love what you're doing with the scripture because that's something I really tried to last year instead of just quoting scriptures and knowing where they're coming from yeah. so I've been trying to be more intentional with that and I think that's so good but I love that you were able to recognize man I think doing one a week is a lot I want 12 <laughs> realistic expectations yeah, yeah I want 12 that I end this year that have really stamped me and meant something to me yeah well they also go with the word that I have for this year, which right. is peace. So yes. it's kind of like, I love it's it. It's just a constant reminder for me. Yes. It's always oh my gosh. forefront of my mind. I love that. I think that's so good. So, Hey, you know, let us know. I don't know. Somehow let us know how this is helping you. If you're loving it, if you're not, then, you know, just don't, don't listen. Yeah. Don't talk to us. I'm just joking. <laughs> hey, but guess what? Your best days are ahead. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast today, I'd love for you to rate it, review it, or hey, even subscribe. Thanks so much for listening.